In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The English word adore has taken throughout history several meanings in its lightest significance to adore means to admire to like we can use this in reference to things i adore this novel i like it or two persons the novelists in the 19th century uses the word adore in their characterization of figures they use protagonists i adore this person meaning I admire him. However, in its etymology, to adore means to ad orare, to pray to, to worship, to give utmost reverential piety. Lord, we started our prayer affirming that we adore you with profound reverence. It speaks of a relationship that exists between you and me. A relationship of gratitude. A connection of a creature thankful to his creator. In this meditation, we shall consider who God is for us. The sacred scripture gives us a hint talks about from the very first line that in the beginning God created heaven and earth Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 Saint John in his preface to his gospel says in the beginning was the word and the word was God all things were made through him for in him were created all things. 
and He is before all creatures, and in Him all things hold together. Any retreat would have we would have to consider that the Lord is the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. Who is, who was, who is coming, the Almighty. You created all things, my Lord. You are present in all times. You wanted to manifest your glory through everything that comes from your loving hands. And I am not exempt from that. The Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches us that our God, infinitely perfect and blessed Himself, in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. For this reason, at every time in every place, God draws close to man. He calls man to seek him, to know him, to love him. Many things, Lord, do not depend on me. The life that I possess, the circumstances that are presented to me, the situations I undergo, you respect my freedom, yes, but you continue to provide for me. To put me wherever you want. I did not choose my parents whom you gave me. You also provided for me through them my education. I was nourished under their care in that family that I began to see in that school where I they sent me in that loving care of formation in their home in our home And I began to grow, to have faith in you, and to discover things, and to learn many in this world as they refer back to you. If I am not 
in control of so many things, if I am not in command of the situations in my life, my conditions, it only reveals that the story is not centered on me. I see other people, they also have their own lives, and like theirs, my life is contingent. It could have gone and could have turned another route, could have been another life. But because you love me, you gave me this present life that I have. You gave me these conditions. And from all these, I can easily deduce that the story is about you. The Bible tells us in the creation God is the center of everything. It's about God. In creating man, God has created to love and to serve and to be happy with Him forever. The whole of our existence is a journey towards Him. We are always of good courage, St. Paul would write. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. God created us for love and intended us to love, making Himself as our very end. He is the only reason of our life and our sole possible perfection. Because of this, if we do not have Him in the center of our heart, our life is misguided, is disoriented. It is not enough to be totally separated from God. It is also wrong to put God in a different level in a marginal pray place of our life. Do we seek God or are we only seeking ourselves? Because we are mere creatures, it is but right that we submit ourselves and adore God. We have come to do the will of Him and to serve Him with joy. In this beautiful consideration of creation, we also come to realize not only the love of God, but also the way He relates to us. He lords over everything that has happened to us in the past, 
and he continues to be involved in every situation. He is not only the Alpha, he is the Omega. He guides our path. He accompanies us. How does God relate to us? This relationship was explained in the New Testament when God, out of complete love, when the fullness of time had come, He had sent His Son as Redeemer and Savior. After falling for, for to original sin, our first parents and the entire humanity banished from paradise were unable to relate to God well. And God, who desires to be with man, reveals to him that not only is he the creator, but he is a father. God will send his son to redeem man, to save man from the slavery of sin. In his son and through him, he invites men to become, in the Holy Spirit, his adopted children and thus heirs of his blessed life. God has created us for love and destined us to love. He is the only reason of our life, the only possible fullness of our being. And if we do not place God in the center of our existence, we can never be truly happy. If we do not discover this intimacy with God, an intimacy of a father to a son in Jesus Christ, we will not be able to fathom that love. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And to as many as rece who received him, St. John would write, he gave the power of becoming sons of God. Through Christ, we are children of God in a new way. Sons through the Son of God. Grace, in fact, is a participation in the life of God. It introduces us to the intimacy of the Trinitarian life. When perhaps the majority of us in our infancy, we were baptized, the priest or the deacon expressed it in a wonderful formula i baptize you in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit and from then on 
we have become children of God. God started to relate to us as a father to a son. He converted us to a new creature and we have to respond to that great love as sons. The God of our faith is not a distant being who contemplates indifferently the fate of men, who contemplates from afar the distance, from a distance, their desires, their struggles, their sufferings. He is a Father who loves us so much. Whomever are led by the Spirit of God, St. Paul would meditate later on this reality. They are, he says, the sons of God. Think about it. Have it always present in your mind. Don't lose for any instance your filial relationship. Your divine filiation that you are a son, a son of God. He has wanted you from all eternity to be his son. He has designed it and he wants you to be aware of it. When you are considering it often, when you are fully aware of your sonship, you will not be afraid. You will have that full confidence. You will not be unsure. You will not be insecure. You will have that holy pride. Saint Jose Maria, as he imparted spiritual direction to younger people, especially after discovering his mission in Opus Dei, narrates to us in the way one person who started thinking about this sonship, this divine filiation. That man wrote to him, Father, now I can stand straight, chin up. Now I can be confident. Now I can do whatever I want. Now I'm not afraid. Now I can talk to people. Now I'm not worried every time there's a problem. Because I know I'm a child of God. Now I know that if troubles come along the way, I still am a child of God. Now I know if even if I, I commit so, very, so many mistakes, and even to the extent of offending him, I'm a child of God. 
He waits for me. He looks for me. So wonderful, Lord, when you told us the parable of the prodigal son. The father who had this son who wasted all his resources, who extravagantly threw away advancing his inheritance to harlots and all those vices we could imagine. And the father waiting for him, looking out of his, his home, wanting him to return, praying for him, seeking him. This is how God relates to us. And although in this retreat, in the many points of the examination of conscience, you will discover so many things, perhaps, that you have failed to accomplish, that you have missed. Although perhaps you see yourself right now seemingly distant, far from this rubbing relationship, keep this in mind. God continues to wait for us. God continues to love us as a father to his son. There is this boy who once rode an airplane in the 1980s. They were traveling to Rome and he had in his hands a gadget at that time. The toys, electronic toys, were called the Game and Watch. He was playing throughout the flight and there was a priest who witnessed his concentration. He wondered, well, this boy seems to be addicted to his toy. The pilot announced, Ladies and gentlemen, we will experience a turbulence. Fasten your seatbelts because we will have a temporary disturbance. And the plane was shaken. And the passengers got nervous. The priest was looking at the boy who continued playing, not minding what was happening. The other passengers were ready in their anxiety, 
asking each other to start praying. And when they saw him and they saw the priest, after the turbulence that was not only for a few minutes, they started asking, Father, maybe um, he gave us already the absolution. The priest tried to calm, calm these other passengers. At the same time, in his peripheral view, he was looking at the boy. After the second and third turbulence, there were already gasps of anxiety. Thanks be to God, everything went well after. They managed to land safely and everybody was very grateful. The priest approaches the boy who was not really thinking about everything that happened around him and he asked the child, Excuse me, my son. The boy looks up to him. Yes, father. Did you notice anything during the flight? The boy responded, now pausing his game and watch. Father, did you mean, were you referring to the turbulence? The priest responds, yes. All the other passengers were worried. They thought that we would all die. He never noticed that. And the boy looking at him told him, Ah, father, actually I noticed. The priest again asked, Weren't you nervous? Weren't you worried? And the boy responded, Ah, Father, I did not think too much about it. The pilot is my father. Many times during the public ministry of Jesus, we also find the apostles so worried so troubled in the sea where he seems to be sleeping they woke him up don't you care that we are perishing and our Lord responded to them why are you troubled Don't you have faith? Think about it now. Consider it. How many times have you been afraid? How many times have you forgotten that God is your Father? And even if there are difficulties, there are situations we don't like. 
Even if we find ourselves in a quagmire, God still remains to be our Father. And He may allow situations the way, the same way He has allowed the suffering of His only begotten Son in the cross. Divine filiation is the key, is the foundation so that we could cherish this love of God. If God to be convinced, St. Josemaria would write, that God is always near us. We live as though He were far away in the heavens high above and we forget that He is also continually by our side. He is there like a loving Father. He loves each one of us more than all the mothers in the world can love their children, helping us, inspiring us, blessing, and forgiving. How often we have misbehaved and then cleared the frowns from our parents' brows, telling them, I don't, I won't do it anymore. That same day, perhaps we fall again. And our father, with feigned harshness in his voice and serious face, reprimands us, while in his heart is moved, realizing our weakness and thinking, poor child, how hard he tries to behave well. We've got to be filled, to be imbued with the idea that our father, and very much our father, is God who is both near us and in heaven. In the younger years of our Lord, He has provided an earthly father for Him, Saint Joseph, until He was very much conscious of His own filiation, a mystery we also see unfold in the Gospels. In His youth, at least in 12 years old, He was already aware but that holy man, that just man, who provided him everything, made him very secure, very much loved. The same way, Lord, you have surrounded me with the love and affection through the people around me. Help me now never to forget, to be resolved, start of this retreat and the entire, my entire life, to behave like a child of God. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.